It's uh, 11 minutes past one on SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Welcome to Live Happens. My name is Homoto KG Mwegezi and I'm here for Pimelo until three o'clock today. And uh, we're starting by looking at issues that relate to the sustainability of uh, NGOs in South Africa and how uh, to ensure their sustainability. And then, of course, in our science and tech feature today, we're asking the role of the biometric systems and how uh, it ends up sometimes spreading bacteria. In fact, I was thinking as I was walking into the building here at the SABC, I had to put my finger on a biometric system. I'm talking to you from a microphone that potentially could have also uh, been used by somebody. We know, of course, 13 cases reported of uh, the uh, COVID-19, but that's not what we're talking about. We're going to talk about the role of the biometric systems. Later on, uh, it is Wednesday and on the show there's the men's forum and in the men's forum feature today we're talking about the issue of consent consent as it relates to engaging in sexual activities so make sure you stay with us so let's get straight into it but remember uh, before I start if you want to call in you can always do so on the number 0891104 to join the conversation as we lead it you can also SMS us on the number 41391 that SMS will cost you a rent 50 on WhatsApp as well on the number 061-410-4107. You can listen also on the DSTV, uh, DSTV bouquet on channel 814. Sorry, We are on Twitter on at SAFM Radio. You can also tweet me on at KG Mwekezi and uh, the hashtag, of course, is hashtag SAFM Live Happens. So NGOs, uh, if you didn't know, enable citizens to work together voluntarily to promote social values and civic goals which are important to them. They promote local initiatives and problem solvings. They also uh, reflect the diversity of society itself. They also help society by empowering citizens and promoting change at the grassroots level. They stand up uh, sometimes for the voiceless. Today we're asking uh, how do we ensure their sustainability and our guests are Rosina Khetele who is a child activity coordinator at the NOAA Foundation by sheer coincidence and for the purposes also of this discussion the NOAA Foundation is going to be closing down at the end of the month of March uh, which is the month that we're in for funding reasons looks like they cannot afford to buy themselves groceries they cannot afford to pay rent uh, where they operate from they cannot afford to pay salaries and so forth so uh, they previously had a sponsor so it looks like uh, that uh, sponsor pulled out it is the Noah's Ark Foundation uh, Rosina Khetele is my guest from there. And also, we're going to be do- talking to Nkululego Nglesi, who is the president of the National the uh, National NPO Congress, NANPOC. Uh, it is a federation that uh, takes care of all NPOs. And let's start with you, uh, Rosina Khetele. Thank you so much for joining us and, and welcome to the show. What do you do at the Noah's Ark Foundation? Hello, um at North Ark, we are looking after children, like North Ark is an after whereby we are looking after vulnerable children. When they come from school, they come in here. Um, we help also them with homework and do different activities like music and um, peer talk. We also provide them with a meal. Okay. So how long have you been in existence? Since 2004. 
since 2004 and between yes. 2004 and now and, and until now you have had a sponsor taking care of you yes so the reason that was given when the sponsor pulled out what was that um i think it's because of the economy right now mm. when, like um, i think more company mm. problems Mm. Mm. So as an NPO, you have been solely dependent on, on one sponsor. Uh, we, we, we were also sponsored by FICA. Okay, okay. And, yes, and, yes. and obviously no government involvement? No. Okay. So then what happens? How many, how many kids do you, take, do you currently take care of uh, as you're about to close at the end of March? Currently, we are taking care of 65 children, of which we have even um, a, a list of uh, parents who have registered their children, but we can't like, take them in because of the situation right now. Mm. And, and how, how big uh, of a notice period were you given by uh, the, the sponsor that is pulling out that they, they no longer will be able to help? Um, I think since... Last year, they gave us a, a time. Okay, okay, Since okay. Last year, they were like, I give you money this month, okay. the other month they don't. Okay, and, and, and how many how many people's salaries do you pay? Only three. Only three. And, yeah. and that includes yourself, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's also uh, bring on the line Kulilego Nglesi, the president of uh, the National NPO Congress. Uh, dire situation uh, for some NPOs, Nkulilego, as I'm sure you heard, Rosina, uh, who's telling us of having to close down at the end of, uh, of, of the month of March. Let's talk before we even deal with Rosina's uh, uh, issue, the general role of NGOs in South Africa in terms of nation building. Well, thanks, KJ, for, for, for having us. The, the NPO sector plays a critical role uh, in this country, and one of that role is that of building a social cohesion and making sure that we assist uh, the, social, uh, the government and the private sector in ensuring that uh, services are, are provided uh, I mean, to the citizens, but also to address uh, uh, so, I mean, social ills that uh, are, facing, are, are facing our country. Uh, that will also include the issue of empowering, as you have stated, empowering the society so that the society members are able to be the active uh, uh, participants in the democratic dispensation in our country and also addressing issues of uh, of poverty of inequality of patriarchy and 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 then of unemployment so mm. that is the role that uh, the npo sector is playing uh, that is uh, from uh, that is post uh, apartheid era because the role that the npo sector or civil society was playing uh, during the apartheid era uh, uh, is different from the one that we are playing now because uh, during apartheid era we were highly involved in assisting uh, in, in, in assisting uh, the struggles uh, to ensure that there is democracy in our country. And post 1994, we had to be a social partner in, in ensuring that we deliver services, we assist government to deliver services. And let's talk about your uh, function as uh, the National NPO Congress. Uh, what, what role do you play for NPOs? The, the, the role that we are playing as 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 as, as NPO federation is that of of number one mobilizing 
and uh, mobilizing NPOs into into one umbrella body because what we've realized is that uh, there are a number of challenges that NPOs they are facing, uh, including the ones that we are talking about of Rosina. Uh, now we then said in in order for us to confront these challenges, let's have let's have a federation. Mm. So and then once we've got a federation, we then the federation does advocacy. We advocacy for policy change, for policy interventions, for resource mobilization and mm. resource. I mean resource accessibility because. Whilst there are economic uh, challenges in the country and in a global military, economic meltdown, it does not necessarily mean that there are no resources. At times, the challenge is that the, the resources are there, but they are not accessible uh, for a number of reasons. So we advocate for, for, I mean, for making sure that the resources are accessible uh, I mean, to the organizations at the grassroots level. We also do capacity building where we capacitate our members and, and, and NPOs, even if they are not our members, capacitate them on organizational development issues, on how to resource mobilize on how to implement programs around also issues of accountability because yes you can you, you can raise funds and then give them those funds but it is also important that you must then account for those funds we also do networking so that organizations must network amongst themselves and then like two training programs where you link NGOs that are doing similar work so that they can share experiences and share learnings mm. so basically that's what we do as an organization yeah it, it but then then there'll be organizations <laughs> like uh, NOAA Ark, the one that we are also talking to on the line that uh, you know end up being forced to shut down primarily primarily for the reason of resources the primary resource of course uh, being money I want to come back because I have a commercial break to go to I want to come back and and converse with you about the kinds of uh, things that you can do to help organizations or NPOs that are forced to close down because they don't have enough financial resources to be able to sustain because the impact in rela- in, in relation to what you said NPOs are there for uh, is far reaching particularly in relation to uh, the issue of nation building. We're talking to Rosina Khatele and Gulila Gonglesi and we'll continue our conversation in a short while. Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 107 FM in Gruenstadt. Welcome back. It's 23 minutes past one on SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Uh, we are having a conversation about the sustainability of NGOs, uh, just in case uh, you just joined us. And uh, we've been talking to Rosina Khatelo, who's Child Activity Coordinator at the Noah's Ark Foundation, which unfortunately uh, is being forced to shut down at the end of March uh, because they cannot financially sustain anymore. And uh, we also are having a conversation with Ngulula Gonglesi, President of the National NPO Congress. Uh, you know, it's a federation for all NPOs. Nkulilago, I want to come back to you and talk in, in relation to Noah's Ark, as I was saying before we went to break about how does then an organization like yourself, which is NANPOC, end up helping um, uh, uh, places like, uh, for example, Noah's Ark Foundation to recapacitate themselves financially uh, in light of losing uh, sponsorships? Or is it a case of too little, too late? Well, for starters, I must, say, I must indicate that uh, we know Noah's Ark uh, 
as an organization, and we, we know uh, and we've been following the good work that they are doing. So it's very sad and unfortunate that uh, they are faced with this situation. Mm. And because from where we are sitting, if an organization like Noah's Ark can experience this kind of challenges, how much more of the organizations at a grass grassroots level of ordinary sort of uh, mothers who who are doing something like home basic and so forth. However, what we are saying is that uh, uh, probably we could then link up with them and understand uh, uh, where they are coming from and then see if there's something that uh, I mean could be salvaged, but without uh, necessarily giving uh, I mean uh, I mean a promise. Because moving forward, what we are saying is that. Um, there has to be one a resource mobilization plan and that also has a sustainability plan mm. and that's why we are part of uh, the civic society that has responded to uh, the president's call for a, so a social sector summit because the president is going to have a social sector summit looking into these issues so uh, the issue of funding for NPOs is one issue uh, that uh, is going to be high on the agenda to inform the president that he meanwhile he, he acknowledges the role that is played by the civic society but NGOs are closing every day. But just, just the last practical issue is that we can assist by referring organizations that uh, they are closing who do not have information about uh, sort of uh, potential donors, including National Notaries Commission, because uh, we are now going to April. April is going to be the period where NLC, National Notaries Commission, is going to open a call for application. And organizations that they don't have capacity to apply, we actually assist them in terms of providing that kind of support. Mm. Because you did say earlier on Nkululego um, uh, that, you know, we may be in a bad financial uh, economy, financial period, uh, but, you know, there are organizations that do have money, but the issue is some of the NPOs themselves are not necessarily educated in terms of ways and means to access that said funding. Yes, yes. No, no, because firstly, the challenge is that Government, we see that government is involved in a pushback in terms of funding the NPO sector because if they have to shift budget, the first point, the first item in their budget that they cut is is that of the NGOs, and that's why through our advocacy work we have been engaging government. That's why we are going to raise this with the president to say government departments must stop this thing of cutting the budget, the line items that is that is meant for that is meant for NPOs. Mm. But then secondly, what what but secondly what we are saying is. that we'll have to sit down and map up an advocacy strategy that will ensure that resources that are available in the country, because even if there's this economic meltdown, we do not believe that uh, uh, the funds funds that are inside the country, that is from from, from private sector through the CSIs and government departments, those monies cannot be cannot help to sustain NPOs because you'll see now now that we are going towards the end of the financial year, you will see a bad practices in government that of uh, of that of a uh, uh, that is uh, fiscal dumping where they were supposed to have spent money during the course of the year, but now because if they don't spend this money, this money is going to be sent back to Treasury. Now they just dump the money and spend recklessly, or a lot of money is even sent back to back to Treasury. So the issue there is that the state itself does not have a capacity, enough capacity that is required to, to administer the funds that are meant for the NPO, I mean for the civic society and NPOs. That's why you are saying this summit that was supposed to take place in March, uh, that's where we're going there to sort out these things. Because lastly, we're also calling for a central fund whereby this fund can 
all companies and government departments and individuals can contribute to that fund so that that fund can then assist NPOs, more especially the up-and-coming ones, the ones that they don't have capacity and systems to receive funds that they can be assisted. Like those, that fund will also respond to emergency situations like the one that Rosina and, and Noah's are facing. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, what kind of a percentage, because, uh, you know, you talk about the fact that uh, the end of the financial uh, year is coming, which uh, is uh, the month that we're also in and a lot of government entities end up having to dump money that they didn't spend in the uh, in the financial in the financial year and end up really using it rather recklessly so the Treasury doesn't take it back. But what kind of a percentage before we go uh, do you get uh, uh, as NPOs from, uh, from government as funding to help you sustain? What 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 we know is that uh, in the in the in the country the government spend around uh, two billion uh, in terms of uh, finances for the NPO sector. That 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 money is only coming from government, mm. and that money a lot of that money probably ninety percent of 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 those resources they are then allocated to statutory sort of structures uh, because then it is by it is by the law that the government is supposed to fund, like like your welfare organizations and so forth. But a lot of money that uh, supports NPO sector is actually coming from is, is coming from outside, okay. which is another point now. Because what has happened is that the post 1994, South Africa is no longer regarded as as a as a, as, a, as a poor, as, a, as one of the poor countries in the world, is regarded as a, as a middle income. Okay. Now, what I have to. I unfortunately, funding. I unfortunately have to end the conversation, and I think that I'd like you to give quickly the website uh, for NENPOC uh, for all uh, NPOs that may be listening and wanting to further engage with you, uh, and hopefully you can also connect with uh, uh, Noah's Ark to find solutions for them going forward. What is your website? So our website is www.nampoc.org.za. Are you on the so on the, are you is, on the socials? No, no, no. We're still, we're still going. To, uh, I'm, I'm into that direction. Like,